landed victory and defeat. I've had problems, biggest planets turn to pebbles when you speak. I've had nothing to my name, never lacked for anything, cause you were there with me. You've been my savior to Can I say this morning? 
what can I say? Except that God is good and he always will be. I want to get a couple things uh, uh, out first. Yesterday, you see, you see, brothers and sisters, I've never had a ministry that was dedicated to flesh and blood. I never had a ministry that was subservient to flesh and blood because I never, I never thought it was supposed to be that way, and it's not. But I have a ministry that makes me a servant to God. And in serving God, you serve his people. And so I've always, always put God first. Always. And always will. Because I know I've lived and I've experienced the goodness of God. Sometimes, you know, we live in a, in a fallen world here. And we're surrounded by um, everything in this world, just put it like that. And from time to time, the Lord, because I came out the world a long time ago, will send me back into the world. He'll send me someplace or... He constantly sends people. So I, I mentioned um, yesterday, or probably not to you, I don't know who I was really talking with yesterday, but God right now is working on Jose. He's really working on Jose and really ministering to Jose. And And I thank God for that because we waited a long time, and he suffered a lot for the for this actual moment that he's in right now. And not only Jose, but I have a lot of headliners that are in um, in a point in their life where real change is taking place. I mean, real transformation is taking place and I'm watching it and I'm all I'm doing is helping to facilitate on earth what God is doing in heaven I'm witnessing it then I got other people calling me up and I'm trying to tell them you need to go to Jesus you need to get as close to Jesus as you can because Jesus not only is the answer, but he has your answer, and he's the only one that can cause that answer to come into manifestation. Well, Lord, thank you this morning. When you're dealing with people that all their life, they have thought they were their own answer. <laughs> they they struggled and maybe they overcame addiction. And they thought that, well, 
I overcame this so I can overcome everything myself. With those kinds of people, I just watch them because I know that at some point they're going to go shipwreck. And the objective is not to allow their shipwreck to cause your ship to be damaged and go down with them. Now, even although you know they're going to go shipwreck, you know God's going to rescue them. It's not necessary for me to go down with them, and it ain't necessary for you to go down with them. So I have a tendency to stand back because if you won't listen to God and if you won't follow God's instructions, nobody else stands a chance with you. Nobody. So I guess the old saying is some people have to learn the hard way. Well, that's all right. But I don't have to learn it with them because I've already been there, done that, and I'm not going, you know, I'm going to let you go and uh, let Jesus rescue you, and then you'll be ready for some human uh, assistance. Because some people are never going to hear because they they will not allow themselves to be open up to the truth. Now, when I say the truth, I mean their truth, because it ain't my truth, and it's nobody else's truth but their truth. And sometimes that truth, most times really, can be painful. It can be painful. And unless you pseudo-masochist or sadistic or something, or unless you have come to accept pain as a way of life. Some people, some people, their only enjoyment is uh, pain and chaos and confusion, which equates to witchcraft in some shape, form, or manner. It's going to boil down to witchcraft. So some people are not going to be spared that. But then some people call me up, and I try to tell them, I don't have your answer. I do not have your answer. But Jesus does. And if you don't know Jesus, you really don't even know how to accept the answer to your dilemma. You don't know how to comprehend it, and you won't understand it. Because Jesus is the understanding of God. That's why. That's the, that's the reason. So I always have to make sure, no matter what I'm going through, that I get away from people. Why? Because people, people, spirits influence other people's souls. Did you hear me? Can I get about three people to post that in the chat room? People's spirits influence other people's souls. And I'm going to break that down to you in a minute. I typed it in myself. 
Okay, let me explain it. You know about you know about strongholds where a spirit has a stronghold in a person's life. If a person if a person has a propensity to evade the truth and make up their own fantasy world. The appearance that they give you from the outside might be that they're the happiest, happy-go-lucky person in the whole world. Just happy, happy, happy. That That is the outward appearance of, of the inward person, okay? And I say appearance. Because inside that person may be another spirit or two operating that causes that person to, let's say, live in that fantasy world again. And the fantasy world was created when they were trying to escape a memory. Let's say they were raped. And let's say that in that rape, they sustained some serious mental damage in their brain. That mental damage is in their subconscious mind because they've never, it's never been healed. They've never been healed of it. So whatever they do, they have learned by teaching themselves how this is here. This makes me miserable. So I'm going to create a world I can go into and this pain and misery <clears throat> won't bother me for the moment. For the moment. Now, outwardly, this causes them to be happy, and people think that this person is the happiest person in the whole world. That is when that person is out and operating for the world to see. But inward is another part of them that is full of bitterness and hatred and meanness. So you got a person here struggling and and, 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 and struggling to maintain this fake outward appearance because if the people could see what was really going on on the inside of them, they wouldn't like them. They wouldn't want to be around them. Actually, they might even detest them. But what happens is, here you come, full of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, and the other person I'm talking about, they accepted religion. They accepted religion 
because the things religions say can help keep the mask on and kept, and help keep the appearance up. So you come around this person and they latch on to you for whatever reason. But all of a sudden, you find yourself using profanity. Because inwardly, this person, in order to keep the mask and the appearance up, they use profanity outside of the appearance of the people that have to see them with the mask on happy and go lucky and like that. And you wonder, "Mm, where'd that come from? Because I just told you that people's spirits These people's spirits can influence other people's souls. So, all of a sudden, you find yourself in an argument with your spouse. But you don't have any way of knowing that this person with this facade actually hates inside of them, behind the mask, they hate the person of the opposite sex that harmed them. And whenever they see you happy, one of the spirits in them lashes out at your soul in the hope of taking your soul captive so that you will become bound by the same thing that's binding them up. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So what happens is you never looking at the person with the mask on and the person with the mask on is, is in your face trying to console you trying to tell you it'll be all right, when inwardly they have a demon that is gloating and feeding off of what they're feeding you by way of their, what, soul, in hopes of doing what? Enslaving your soul in hopes of being able to penetrate your spirit Because what is in them is opposed to what is in you making you happy, which is Christ. And their whole objective is to bring you into the misery and the hell that they have inside of them. And the spirit is so deceptive. Remember, Satan, more subtle than all the other uh, 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 creatures in the Garden of Eden. And what they're doing, they really desire what you have. But the demons and the spirits in them are telling them you can't have that unless you can take it from that person. Now, if you can take it from them, you can have it. 
So then a war starts. A relentless battle begins. For what? To take from you, to drain you dry, just like that leech we talked about a while back, just like those predator demons that exist, and you know they exist, just like those parasites, because those are the spirits that are operating through that person. And nine times out of ten, it's fueled by a lying spirit. A lying spirit. And then number two, the lying spirit is fueling it, but a familiar spirit is driving it. Because every time the person with that mask on comes in your presence, it's like a it's like an X-ray machine. They scan in you. What are they looking for? They looking for a weakness in you. What kind of weakness? It doesn't matter. But prayerfully, it's trying to find one that it has so that it can actually take the force or the energy or the life from that spirit and channel it into itself, making itself stronger, but still leaving you with a deposit from it. It's called a soul exchange. And that is why the Bible says that we have to pray without ceasing. That is why the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? That's why the Bible says it is good for two because when one falls, the other one can pick him up. But let me tell you something. If it's one around you wearing that mask, influenced by all them demons, it has no intentions of picking you up. It has every intention of watching you fall further. I hope I'm talking to somebody this morning because what I'm talking is not anything unusual. It's not anything. It is happening, ooh, more and more and more. That's why the Bible says, know no man by the flesh. Because that mask is the flesh. That mask <clears throat> is held on by the flesh. Those masks, those masks, I think it's called the human condition. So periodically, God is sending you back into the world, not not into your old sin, but just around, he sends me, just around people. Because you see, the discerning gift never stops. But sometimes God will shut you down because he doesn't want you to discern what's around you because it might scare you so bad you'll just want to get away from it. Call the human condition. Take my confidence and put it on like armor. Five foot nine, so I try to stand a little taller. To measure up, I gotta work a little harder. 
It's the human condition I do it all to make it perfect for the picture Pretty smile, let me find the perfect filter If they believe it, maybe I'll believe it with them That's the human condition Lord help me I'm so tired of pretending I can hold it together When I know that I can Lord show me I don't have to be worthy It's because of your mercy You love me You love me just as I am
You see, God knows your human condition. And he is the only one that can deliver you permanently. Permanently. You know why? Because Jesus has always been there. Jesus is there in your in your in your, he was there in your past. He's there in your now. And he's gonna be there in your future. Well he already is, really. But the thing is, in these situations, you have to decide enough of an, enough of trying to hide, enough of pretending, enough of lying, enough. That's a decision you have to make. And when you make it, it cuts the problems down for everybody around you. It makes your life begin to be so genuinely authentic. Cuts the power off from familiar spirits. It cuts the power off from witches being able to work against me. Because nobody can work against you without your assistance, without your permission, without you agreeing with them, without you putting yourself on the plate. I wondered why those Satanists put that human flesh on the plate. It wasn't, it wasn't, it, whatever it was for, I don't know. But I know one thing. A lot of you are doing serious damage to yourself because of one big lie. You think you're able. But if you had been able, why did you get yourself in the mess you're in right now? I say, if you had been able, why did you get yourself in the mess you're in right now? Because you're not. You're not. You're not, I'm not, none of us are dependent upon ourselves. If you're honest, you're at the fork of the road right now. Won't you tell the truth? It takes Jesus. It takes the truth. No more lies. No more hiding. I'm telling you, there's a demon. I dealt with it. I dealt with it through, through I, I kept seeing it manifest in Hosea. And I kept asking God, what is this? Why? Does this man keep self-sabotaging himself? What is this? See, I ask God those kind of questions. And it was time for Jose to find out, not 
Erica, Jose. It was time for him to get real, real truthful with God and, and cut out the lies. The ones that he had told himself allowed him to go through college, get a PhD, and then begin to self-sabotage. Brothers and sisters, he ain't the only one. God just using him and some others of you for me to have an example so that millions can be free because my ministry is at another level. And it's only only those people that wear those masks that believe those lies and function in those lies that the devil will try to use to hold you back. Why? Because none of us have reached our full potential in Christ. It's just that some of us are closer than others. And like I told you, I told somebody, it's like being on the airplane, first class, get off first. (laughs) They depart first. Brothers and sisters, you're living in a time where everything is being accelerated. Everything. Economy is on that plane, too. And somebody had that last seat in the back by the tail. They don't have to be the last person off, but they're going to get off, too. But by the time they get off, some people have gotten off all the way, got their luggage, and on, on the way out the gate, on to something new, better. You see, doing God, according to God's own plan, and according to God's own purpose, he exposes what's behind the mask. And the funny thing is right now, everybody wearing a mask. And you know what? <clears throat> what I noticed, see, we went, a, we went a ways. We went a ways. I went a ways. I went to somewhere I ain't never been before on another mountain. Because I know, I know that, you know, I know that the enemy, he, he, he tracks. That's why it's so important to follow God and obey God for yourself. Because you see, that day when you stand before God, he ain't going to ask you what your spouse did or didn't do. He ain't going to ask you what your kids did. I didn't do. This is going to be between you and God. And you and God alone. God gives, well, I think the Bible says it. God, it says, 
when Jesus saw the multitudes who needed help and he could not do it alone, he called the 12 disciples. It says, uh, Matthew chapter 9. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. It says again over there in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, And when he had called unto him his disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Then over there in Mark chapter 6, that was Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. Then over there in Mark chapter 6, verse 12 to 13, it says, And they went out, those disciples that Jesus called, and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. Again, that's Mark chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. You see, Jesus had the apostles, his disciples, do the very thing that he was doing. Even then, there were many people who were not being reached, who needed salvation and healing. So he called and he sent out 70 more. And he said, after these things, the Lord had sent out 70 more. The Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two before his face. Luke chapter 10, verse 1. And told them, heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. 10 and 9. After they now had obeyed his command, they returned. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. You know what? God didn't even think that the, that the 12 and the 70 were sufficient enough to reach the people. He knew that some would be neglected. He knew that some would want to not would not even want to get near the gospel. And he knew also that some were going to reject it and that their sick would not be healed. So he said, the harvest truly is great and the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Others went into the harvest. And even John said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name and we forbid him because he followeth not with us. And Jesus said, 
forbid him not. For he that is not against us is for us. That'll be Luke chapter 9, verse 49 and 50. The Bible goes on to talk about Stephen. Said Stephen, full of faith and power. You see that? Full of faith and power. Now, at this time, Stephen was waiting on table. But it said that Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. That'd be Acts chapter 7, verse 8. The sick were healed, no doubt. And remember, there was that other guy called Barnabas. The Bible says he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and full of faith. It says, and much people were added unto the Lord. Then he talks about Philip over there in Acts chapter 8, verse 6 and 7. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirits. Crying with loud voices came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame were healed. And I don't even this morning want to forget about Paul, because God used Paul to the point that miracles happened to his handkerchiefs. They were brought to the sick. And the Bible says that the diseases departed from them. Brothers and sisters, those people with those masks on, I tell you about, with them, it's always me, me, my, 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 and nothing else. I see it. Me, me, my, my, and nothing else. Brothers and sisters, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whosoever will open the door. And there are some people, they don't know. They don't know that Jesus is there knocking and waiting. They need somebody to come and inform them of that. But the people with the masks on, they're only concerned about me, me, my, my. You got to watch out for them. Full of the devil. Me, me, my, my, my four and nobody more. You know they done miss God. Because the Bible says Jesus was filled with compassion and went about doing good, helping all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with them. But the mass people, me, me, my, my. The mass people, I really don't care about anybody else. The mass people, I only care about me and mine. But the Bible says Jesus was filled with compassion, who went about doing good and helping all that were oppressed of the devil. But the mass people, all. Is my mama, my daddy, my sister, my brother, my children, my husband, my wife.
all about me. And the sad thing about the mass people is they live to manipulate and bring other people under subjection to themselves because their 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 harvest is only unto themselves. Now, I don't know where you stand this morning, but the position I have this morning is the same one I had 30-some years ago. The mass people lie, and they'll say, yeah, it's about the kingdom. The kingdom is their kingdom and themselves. It's bigger than you, and it's bigger than me. Some of you need to repent and do your first works over. Do your first works that you felt when you first felt the love of God. And it was all about Jesus. Yeah. They forgot to tell you you're going to suffer. So maybe they didn't tell you you're going to have to sacrifice. But now you know. And you know something? When I was out there these couple of days, I, I, can't, I can't wear that mask. That mask, man, that mask, it was about choking me. The day it was killing me. So then I, I, I had on the person, I was trying to wear the little mask, like the blue ones. That thing, I threw that, I, took it I couldn't breathe in it. But then I had bought these other masks because I'm that kind of person. I buy two or three things because I don't know what's going to work. So I had bought this sport, sports mask pretty close to the N95, and I could breathe with that, but not too long because masks don't fit me, meaning I don't like them. I detest them. So then that made me know I better pray, man, that this, this thing is resolved even faster because I don't like the mask. I don't like how it feels on your face. I don't like how I can't breathe in it. But yet and still, I suffered it. I put it on because that's what they say you got to do. And God say, obey the laws of the land. As uncomfortable, as bad as it may be feel, the mask, I kept it on. But when I got back here in the sanctuary, thing came off. But I'm not going by what somebody said. And I'm not going by somebody else's experience. tried it for myself because that's what they said you have to do you see I'm sure when Jesus sent those disciples out he told them don't take any money that that, that what you're going to give will be a blessing spiritually to them if they can receive it. If they can't, Jesus said, just shake the dust off the feet and keep on going. That's all. I encountered some demons 
Man, I had to fight my way through. I'm in a new place. Never been there before. Never dealt with the demon. And I like that. So I have no preconceived notion about anything. Whatever it is, bring it on. We'll deal with it. But some of you, because you've been wearing the mask so long, the devil got you afraid of the reality. Because when they put that stuff on TV, you watched it called virtual reality, and it was all a lie. It was all scripted. <laughs> it was all scripted. And you thought it was real. Well, virtual reality ain't real. And that's Jose's special computer vision. He writes. Stuff that makes stuff appear in the visions on computers and sensors and all that stuff. Which which made it harder for him to accept reality. Because he created reality for other people. Which was not reality, it was a lie. Virtual, created. In a computer lab. There is a heaven on earth. And there is a human condition. And some of you need to repent. And cast down them lying familiar spirits. I was going to do deliverance. God moved me up. And I said, oh, he said, no, it ain't time yet. See, God won't even deliver you until the time in his life. Did you know that? You can pull on God all you want to until he determines and calls those spirits that got you bound to judgment according to his plan. Ain't nothing going to happen for you until you come into agreement with his plan. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. For you either. Because you see, it's always been about God. It always will be about God. And you are not your own creator. And your will has to line up with his will. Because his will is going to be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's going to be that way. And when you don't line up with his will, you're the one that suffers. But it's got to be an act of your will to come out of those masks. See, I made up my mind. I said, I don't like this. Not because somebody told me don't like it or somebody said do like it. I made up my own mind. I used my own brain to say, I don't like this. And I got to find a way to pray so that everybody can come out of these masks and breathe good, clean God's air, not full of airway spirits and demons 
that have not been cast down and that are feeding on the souls of men and women in the name of Jesus, they must come down. Because you know what? God's got every answer. He's got your solution. He really does. It's a shame that so many of you won't believe that he does. And how do I know? Look at your fruit. Look at your fruit. Is your fruit fruit of faith or is your fruit is your fruit fruit of unbelief and doubt? Because you believe that what happened to you and you angry that it ain't happened to everybody. And you manifesting it behind the mask through lying and deceit. And it ain't doing nothing but causing you to self-sabotage your own life and ruin the lives of everybody around you. But I've got some good news. It's just a human condition. And God's got your answer. But you're going to have to repent to get it. And change.
fake my confidence and put it on like armor. Five foot nine, so I try to stand a little taller. To measure up, I gotta work a little harder. It's the human condition. I do it all to make it perfect for the picture. Pretty smile, let me find the perfect filter. If they believe it, maybe I believe it with them. That's the human condition. Lord, help me. I'm so tired of pretending. I can hold it together when I know that I can. Lord, show me. I don't have to be worthy. It's because of your mercy. You love me. You love me just as I am. to his will. 
That's the Bible. According to his will. So then you have to take it back. You have to take it back. God knew all of this. He knew all of it. That's why Jesus, the Lamb of God, was sacrificed so that we could be free. But it ain't going to just drop down. It's something you have to desire. It's something you have to honestly and truthfully look at your position. And you have to ask God to show you what's not seen, what's not apparent in the natural that has you bound up, unable to function freely, unable even to receive more of the fullness of God. Brothers and sisters, this is not a joke, and it's not a game. You see, so many games been played on people, and people still playing games, but the reality is everybody walk around here with a mask on to try to stay alive and to try not to breathe in something through the airways that can cause you to be dead. But the Bible says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Now, it ought to make sense. One and one ought to equal two. But Jesus said he give you power over that. And that is three. But that same thing that's manifesting through the air is linking up with stuff inside the spirit of the unsaved and the soul and the body of the saved and those of us that are called to be believers.
1-800-428-9431. Now, you can call that number and get me directly. That doesn't say that I have time to sit up and hear your story. But if it's an emergency, if you need to talk to me, if you need uh, my answer to something that concerns me or the ministry, you dial 706-428-9431. We've always had that number, but it was messed up. So I never never really gave it out. But if you dial information, they're going to give you that number right there. Because we are in the directory, always have been. So 706-428-9431. If you need an answer from me about anything, you call me on the phone and you get my answer. All right? I'm putting my number out there. The other number was my cell phone. And um, because it, it, you might give me, you might not, but this is the ministry number. You might give me, you might not on there too, but at least you have it. Praise God. I want to tell you something. God loves you. He loves you. But you take too much for granted. Don't take God for granted. You have to earn. Well, you say, somebody going to say, well, you don't. But yeah, yeah, you do. You earn God's attention by your faith. I said, you earn God's attention by your faith. I'll see you tomorrow in the name of Jesus on this headline.
Jesus. 